0: One thing that comes up for me every single year, and I already feel it, is seasonal depression, winter blues. And I wanted to take some time on this episode to like lay out what are some of the things I'm doing this season to prep for that. I think October is actually a really good time to be thinking about that before it actually hits, right? Because if we wait till, let's say January, you know, we have a lot of things to look forward to in October, November. Hello lady. Welcome to the Styled for Life podcast. It's your girl Katie. And here we are with a new week and a new episode. This episode is hands down one of my favorite ones to mentally prepare for and record every single month because it really forces me to go deep and hold myself accountable for showing up in my life how i really want to show up and my future self currently 2022 katie is so grateful for 2021 katie for making this monthly roundup episode and the way it's transformed and the way i've been using it so thank you girl and i hope that you love this episode as much. Honestly, I'm going to say that this monthly roundup episode is one of my most downloaded episodes every single month. So I think you do love it as much as me. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me and all my newbies. Oh, you're in for a treat. It's the roundup episode. Used to call this one our big bitch roundup. It still is our big bitch roundup episode. Um, Every time I think of this episode and I'm grounding into the month and thinking about reflecting on my goals and from last month or celebrations and things I'm grateful for and what I want next month, I always come back to big bitch energy and how much I love that and everyone who reached out to me when we used to say that a lot and I feel like over time, it's funny how like you'll say something and you love it and then why do we forget things that we love? So I don't know, but here we are. We're back with another big bitch round up. And if you're new to the show and you're like, damn girl, you're just going to start out cussing. Well, A, yes, this is a cuss friendly zone. But my, when I think of big bitch energy, what comes for me is couple of things and angles on how I got into this space was like one well the word bitch has never really bothered me but I do like the reclamation of the word and pulling back some of the power of the word on the way that other people use the word bitch to out there right as we're continuously growing and evolving as a society But my favorite part of this is like when people always, always like, you out here living your best life. And like, yes, that's everyone's goal. That's literally the fucking goal of this podcast, right? Is to share my lifestyle strategies and my style solutions with everyone so that we can live our best life. Literally the intention of my show. But the Aquarius energy in me does not like to do the things that everybody does. Even if it is the thing that I want to do, <laughs> I have to put my own spin on it. There's this fun part of my brain that's like, nothing in life can be that simple. And if it's funny, considering what I do and next week's ep- not next week's episode, but an episode that I'm recording that's really been on my heart lately around being on trend. But when trends become mainstream, I literally just wanna quiver up and die. If I've heard someone say something too many times, I'm like, eh. and I always feel like those things can't be working or I don't even know the word for them. Again, I know that this is my own roadblock or what's the word I'm looking for, um, blind spot. but I also would like to blame that on my Aquarius energy. <laughs> Right, I am also like to blame that on my need to um, change the collective groupthink around some ideas. So anyways, joking, not joking. The word big for me is big bitch energy is my version of living your best life. Because one, I love the idea of reclaiming the word bitch. Um, However, we want to reclaim that. For some people, I know that that's a a word that women has been used against women in many different areas of our lives for a long time and can be hurtful and painful. And the word big. I like this because, well, when I just said it, it made me think about the movie Big, which used to be one of my favorite movies of all time. But anyways, when I think about the word big, I really want to embody that piece of it because for so long... We've just been told to be small and to fit into this space and to fit into this group of ideas and to fit into these clothes and to fit into this, right? Dim, 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 dim. Like dim your light, dim your light, dim your light. And I started out this whole episode talking about my need or desire to like rally against that all the time. And like once things have hit like mass overload. I always step back and start to question like why? Why is this mass right now? Why is this so well adopted in our society? It's one of my gifts, I guess. So for me, let's lean into the word big, especially for this episode because it's going to be a big episode, so I want you to take up space. I want you to feel amazing. And I don't want you to feel like you need to shrink mentally, emotionally, and or physically ever, because you deserve to feel good in our bodies now as they are. So time for a big bitch episode. Let's jump in. So is the monthly roundup. This episode for me is really, this is the lifestyle episode, you guys know, I changed the name of the podcast from Just Realized to Styled for Life because I truly, truly believe in my core. And it's proven, obviously, I'm probably looking for the evidence. (laughs) But every single client that I've styled, I would go on a limb and say they'd come on this show and say that the benefits of styling was so much more than their clothes, right? The style isn't just what we wear, it's how we live. So this episode for me is really that. It's my lifestyle, my monthly roundup, it's my intentions for the month and all of that. And every time, so this episode I do a little different. So all my ladies who are listening who are like, oh, I wanna be a podcaster one day, here's a quick behind the scenes look. I have a podcast notebook and I've been doing the podcast notebook since 2019 when I launched my podcast where I take one page and I rough out like ideas that I've had almost every single time in the shower or conversations with friends or clients that I want to explore on the podcast. And I kind of just like brain dump my thoughts and try to put them in a flow before I record. Then... I always have the notebook beside me so I can look at it, but very rarely (laughs) do I actually follow it. It's like the act of writing it down helps me memorize or just helps me get grounded. I would say is a better word because obviously it's no memorization because you're listening to this podcast right now and it's been seven minutes of me ping, 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 ping all over the place on the ideas rooted in the idea of this podcast. So I have my podcast notebook. And that's every single podcast, interviews, ideas, and that's how I run my podcast. But for my lifestyle roundup episode, I shoot myself an email because I really use this episode as a super grounding exercise for myself. As I said, it's this is like all real, dude. This is the lifestyle, like laid out. This is, you know, two steps ahead uh, of where I was last month and really going back and looking at where I was last month and seeing how that relates to this month. So I like to do an email because I just search up last month, pull it up, and I'm like, oh, I was talking about that? Weird. Either A, I'm still fucking talking about that, and that still is fucking bothering me, or wow, I have like totally grown past that. So it's always really fun. So I was looking at my September one and I was like, wow, September energy is so different for me than October. So September, we're just coming out of summer. You're like, oh my God, are these kids ever gonna go back to fucking school? I can't wait to be back in routine, right? Okay, just me. But anyways, And it's like super exciting. It's like the new new year. It's like all the energy. And to me, that very much perfectly aligns with what's going on in nature, right? Like there's this big change of seasons. It's time to harvest all the hard work that you've been doing over the summer, the growing, planting, I don't know. But it's this time, right, to really harvest all of that work. And then again, start laying our seeds for winter to come up in spring. But October is starting to feel a little different to me while I love fucking spooky season. And hello, um, Hocus Pocus 2 is out. You know, I get it. I love, love spooky season. Um, I wish I was a Scorpio. I'm joking, but I do. I am fascinated with Scorpios. Um, I love everything around about Halloween. I love the witchy vibes. All of that shit is a true call to me, and it feels really, really good to jump back into that space. But one thing that comes up for me every single year, and I already feel it, is seasonal depression, winter blues, and I wanted to take some time on this episode to like lay out. What are some of the things I'm doing this season to prep for that? And I think October is actually a really good time to be thinking about that before it actually hits, right? Because if we wait till, let's say, January, December, whenever that starts for you, I say January because, you know, we have a lot of things to look forward to in October, November, and December. But I think now is a really important time to lay those seeds. So I'm really excited about today's podcast because I really want to dump into that and share what I'm doing. But a couple of things first, I wanted to invite you to my Dump the Frump Workshop Fall Edition. So this Thursday, October 6th, right? Damn, I should have had this written down before I started talking. October 6th at noon. I'm joking, I know, it's October 6th at noon. This Thursday, Dump the Frump It's my favorite workshop to do. I've been doing this one for a while now and it's really around dumping the frump energy, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, and about feeling good in your body now. So I'm going to dive in there. We're going to, of course, talk about the benefits of style, but I'm going to share three really succinct style tips. And one of them is super fucking juicy. Actually two of them, but there's one big one in there that's a true game changer. Like paid client stuff game changer that you can implement right now today that would instantly give you that polished effortless look that you want. So mark your calendars, dump the front workshop. It's October 6th at noon, standard Eastern time. So that's 12 EST. So 9am for my West Coast, Arizona ladies, 12pm for my East Coast ladies, What else do you have to do Thursday but hang out with me and some other amazing badass women, right? The one thing I love around workshops and online Zooms for the people that I love is the other amazing people that they attract into these communities. And I have actually made so many friends just by showing up to some of these like literal friends and clients. Like, so you never know who you're gonna meet at something like this and you get to learn cool shit and hang out. Also... That just doesn't sound fun to you. Anyone that shows up to this workshop live is going to be entered in to win a free copy of my brand new ebook, How to Shop Like a Stylist. So just show up. I don't care if you show up for 10 minutes. If you're on the Zoom, when we start live, and we're going to pull in all the names and do a giveaway towards the end of the presentation. So I'm super pumped about that. I think it's if full of fun, amazing tips that are super easy to implement to get you feeling good today. And like I said, always amazing women because I know some pretty amazing women like you who are gonna show up on this. So we will see you there. So October, what does October have in store other than that amazing workshop? Well, as far as the podcast goes, something I've never done before that, I don't know, I feel really called to this year is I'm going to do a whole episode next week on how to wear pink this fall. And October is a perfect month, breast cancer awareness month. And I think it's going to be a really fun episode. Pink is an amazing color and it's really on trend this fall, which is when you think of fall, not one of the big fall colors. So I wanted to dedicate a whole episode on how and why Not just how, but why you should wear pink. Obviously, you guessed it, wearing fun, bright colors like that is definitely on my list of things to do this winter to beat my winter blues. How I plan on handling winter blues this season is by doing lots of fun stuff. So make sure you stay tuned into the podcast, subscribed if you're not already subscribed to Style for Life on your little podcast, wherever you listen in Apple or Google so that you never miss an episode. Next week, we're going to talk about how to wear pink this um, fall, winter, and support of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Save the tatas and to feel good to save yourself, (laughs) okay? And another big topic I cannot wait to explore on the podcast this month is the difference between being trendy and relevant in our lives. That is something that I hear constantly from clients who actually are pretty trendy telling me that they don't want to be trendy. Like, what if I don't like the trends? What if I don't want to be trendy? So I want to explore that and take that one step further because I think that that's a topic of conversation that's actually more relevant to most people than they realize. So we will take a deep dive into what it means to be trendy versus what it means to be relevant in our own lives. So stay tuned. This month on the podcast, lots of fun stuff, and have amazing guests, some authors, people writing books out here, how to feel good and do your thing. Um, So stay tuned. All right, people. It's spooky season. It's October. Um, I know I've said the word winter blues like eight times already, and you're probably like, really, Katie? Um, a little dramatic. Well, yes, I am because the sun used to come up at 5.15, and I like waking up early. The five o'clock hour is my hour. It's funny because when I worked outside of the house, I would bitch and complain that I had to get up at five o'clock. Now, I look forward to it. It's a sacred time and space for me. Before anyone else is up in my house getting ready for school and any of that. High school and middle school start super early out in Virginia. Um, and that time and space has been really sacred. Is really the best word I can have for that. So at 5.15, the sun used to come up. It is not coming up at 5.15 anymore. At best, it's around 6.15 before, like, around 6, it's, like, even breaking. Like, and that's at 5.15, okay, it was breaking at 5.15. But even when I wake my daughter up around 7.30, like, it's sunny, but my house doesn't have that full-on sun power coming to it. And I already start to feel the, for dramatic effect, impending doom <laughs> over the winter. And if this is something that you struggle with, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I really wanted to take some time and space on this podcast today to talk about that because again, well, our style is not just about what we wear, it's about how we live. And when we live with intention, everything else flows, right? Then our clothes fill in our closet, our intention, have intention behind them, the food we eat, how we show up, how we move our bodies, the fucking businesses we create, the businesses we help run, the ideas that we generate, the kids that we are raising, the society that we are forming, right? It's all really connected and, you know, I think it's a big deal. So all of this being said... (laughs) You know, I've been talking a lot about confidence, 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 confidence. It was the summer of fucking confidence, September new year, you know, slash the new new year of confidence, which is always at play. Always, always, always. And again, some of these things that I'm going to lean into for this season are around confidence as well as building confidence. But I have a new C word that I'm really going to try to harness this season for October, but probably through the whole couple of months of, I don't want to say fall, winter. And that's compassion, self-compassion mostly, but definitely compassion for others as well. But I'm going to go on a limb and say, just like with loving yourself, you can't really love others until you love yourself. I don't think it's really that easy to offer compassion to people when you have extremely high standards of yourself. And I bet everyone that's listening that likes this podcast, that likes me, that shows up has extremely high standards of themselves because you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't, because I truly believe like attracts like. And this was something that really came to a head for me last weekend. And I was talking to a friend and I was like, there's about five things happening (laughs) and I'm starting to feel like we're gonna call them, I referred to it as mini depression. She referred to it as productivity anxiety. And I was like, damn, that sounds really good. And she was like, I bet if you weren't doing 50% of the things that you were doing on a daily basis that you'd be better off than you know most other people on the planet. And I bet that's true for you. As you're listening to this right now, you're probably thinking, fuck, me too, right? You have really, really high standards for yourself. And you're on this journey, right, of, oh God, it even pains me to say this, of like always wanting to do better, always wanting to be better, always achieving that next thing, right? Like I'm always at the top of one mountain looking at the next mountain constantly. Like I just launched a brand new ebook. Holy fucking shit. I poured my heart and soul into that. It was such a big deal for me. And what am I doing? Standing on the top of that new mountain looking at the next one. (laughs) And I'm really trying to hold space to celebrate that, um, to celebrate the wins, to celebrate the feedback that I've gotten, the ways I can make it better, the ways it's already amazing, and constantly hold space for that idea that we're always a work in progress, but a masterpiece at the same time. Really, really want to hold space for that. That is obviously one of the things that I'm trying to lean into as we head into the winter months. But self-compassion, right? So I've had this self-compassion book from 2019 or 2020. I'm gonna think, say that it was 2019 when a friend told me about it by Kristen Neff. I think she's a a doctor. What is that, a psychiatrist? I'm not even sure. Look how good I am. At it. But <laughs> Self-compassion, literally the name of the book, you've probably like screaming in your car because I just got it wrong and you read it and or you're the person who told me about it. (laughs) But I just started reading it for real this time and I was like, son of a bitch. I don't think, I honestly had to pause for a minute when my friend was like, you need to give yourself a little compassion and had to like, honestly, in my mind, think about the goddamn definition of compassion. Like, that's how far it can go sometimes. Now, mind you, we have good days. We have bad days. I can't even talk. We have good days. We have bad days. And we ebb and we flow constantly. But I'm inviting you on this journey of compassion with me. And what does that look like for you as we head into the winter? And I think this is actually a really good time of year to do this. So like fall, winter, things are starting to slow down. Things are starting to die. I don't know about you, but I have leaves all over my fucking backyard And like I said, the days are getting shorter. Like every day, every day (laughs) for the next six months, the days are gonna get shorter and shorter and shorter. So if we're following along with nature and cycles, it makes a lot of sense to spend this time going inward and focusing on what compassion looks like for us. So now that I've rambled about winter blues and compassion and what that means to me and how I'm handling it, I did want to give you some very actionable lifestyle strategies that I want to implement. I'm not currently implementing all of these, but these are my hit list of things I'm putting in my toolbox for the winter blues. I don't wanna go on a limb and start using words like seasonal depression disorder or any of that stuff because I, well, I'm not a doctor. I'm a stylist who has lived life and is living life just like you, and my job here is while I'm trained in styling your body to make you feel amazing right now, I can really just show up on this podcast to share the tips and tricks and things that I've learned to help you style your mind, which I do know goes hand in hand. So a couple of things that I am leading into this fall to combat these winter blues, other than just posting funny memes about it on my Instagram to see who relates, (laughs) is I talked about celebrating myself. That's a really, really big part, celebrating myself. So it's one of the reasons that I love this episode because I told you that I always go back and I pull out last month's episode to see what I wrote, to see where I'm at. And to me, that's kind of a reflection. So celebrating, reflecting, whatever that is. It feels celebratory to me because I can take a few minutes and be like, oh, look at last month, Katie. She was doing so good. She was doing the best she could. And it's a really good reminder of what I do have to celebrate. But celebrating to me also lends itself to gratitude. And maybe they're not the same thing, but super fucking related in my mind. I don't really see how to separate the two, right? Because if I'm truly celebrating something, I'm naturally grateful for it. The more things i'm grateful for the more things i find to celebrate and to me they just go really hand in hand and are really starting to help me um reframe the way i look at things so celebrating obviously my big celebration is my brand new book that i created that i launched last week how to shop like a stylist available on katiejuststyle.com backslash how to st- how to shop. Uh, go grab it if you want to. I have a code. I will actually just drop all that at the end of the show and in the show notes. But I did want to hold space for that and celebrate it. And my podcast is my baby. So if it don't happen on the podcast, if it doesn't get celebrated on the podcast, then like, did it really happen? I don't know. But gratitude. So what I really wanted to put you on to was the five-minute gratitude journal. You might have one. You might have heard of it. Somebody from the community absolutely recommended it to me. So if you haven't heard of it and it's not in your sphere, it's in your sphere now, I'm going to put that in my big bitch roundup, my email roundup, where I show you all the things and link out to all of my favorite things. That book is going in it. I've recommended it to friends who are just starting their self development journey, and they message me, like, oh my God, it's kind of a game changer. And I was like, kind of is. And it truly takes five minutes because I set my timer on my watch every morning when I do it because it's almost like a challenge to myself because I don't want myself to overthink it. But just those three little questions, those three little prompts set me up for the day. And I've been doing it pretty consistently for about two months now. And it 1,000% makes the biggest difference in my life. So as we head into this spooky season and things are getting darker, make sure you're celebrating yourself. Thomas Sanchez, one of my amazing clients, is gonna be on the podcast this month. And she just wrote a book called Own Your Dance. And her big go-to is to celebrate yourself and like do a little happy dance. It's a game changer. So what I don't know... If people realize this, that are not business owners or new business owners, something that I sure as fuck didn't realize when I started my business, because we think we're serving other people, like service providers. But every time I work with someone and I'm providing them a service, I learn just as much from them as they feel like they're learning from me. And that is something that she has taught me and that she has reflected back to me is the need to celebrate ourselves. And I'm not even gonna say that you should, you need (laughs) to celebrate yourself. It's a fucking game changer. So go celebrate yourself, go do your gratitude journaling, get the five minute gratitude journal and those two things alone will absolutely change your mind. However, because the winter blues are a very, very real thing for me and it's October and I was reading an article on very well, I think it was, and one of the doctors on there said, you should start this groundwork now <laughs> in October. And I was like, so good, cause that's what my podcast episode is about. So I'm gonna go through like my toolbox, my toolbox, because I'm not gonna do all of these things every day, right, like that's not realistic. I need to have a toolbox of things to pull from, depending on the day of the week, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, depending on how busy my business is, if I'm launching something, if I'm serving like different energies, what energy am I in, let me pull the tool out the toolbox. So if gratitude and celebrations just ain't cutting it that week and you need to go a little harder. Here are some other things. One, I've never had a happy light but I'm definitely getting one off of Amazon. So I've gotten a couple of really good recommendations from people on the happy light. That's supposed to shine the light in your face to make you feel really good. And I mean, at this point, I just believe the hype. So if you have a happy light that you love, definitely DM me on Instagram or send me an email and let me know because I wanna know how it changes your life and how have you been using it? I will probably have to do an update on that soon, but like, I'm really fucking excited to get one. The other reason I really want to lean into this episode is because for years, I haven't really let myself like say things like, oh, I feel depressed or I feel anxious. I would just shove those fucking things down. And I would say them and say I'm struggling with this or with that, but I would never let myself identify with the words anxiety or depression. I know, so overwhelm and stress, go to. like Always pull in for those. But I think there's other feelings that I'm feeling as well. And just being able to identify them has helped me out a ton. So that is another reason I really want to dedicate some time to this. But my point in sharing that is like just this simple act of buying a happy light was something I wouldn't let myself do previously because it was like I wasn't acknowledging that this is real for me. It's been real for me many, many years. I can actually go back pre-COVID, pre-losing my job, pre-my job relocating free fucking like in college. I blamed it on moving away from the beach when I was in college and just cha- life change in college. But I think it's always been there, right? It's always been there. I just didn't have the language for it. I just didn't know what it was. Or I was just fucking shoving it down. Because let's be real, when I was in college in my early 20s, like fucking self-development wasn't something people talked about. Social media didn't exist. I didn't have access to people's points of view that were different than the people I was hanging around. Like podcasts didn't fucking exist in 2003. If they did, I wasn't fucking listening to them because I don't even know if I had a goddamn Apple phone yet. <laughs> okay. Like a lot has changed and we've just been dealing with this shit for a long time without knowing the language or the tools that existed. So get your happy light. you allowed to get it. Permission granted to myself, to you. Another thing that I've come back to that so annoying, <laughs> but works. And I say so annoying because if you're like me and I started this podcast off when things hit mass adopting and like as a collective, we're like, do this. Like I always want to go against the grain and I always think there's something better. I'm always looking for the next best thing. And I'm starting to feel like there's just not. Like, fucking drink your water, meditate, move your fucking body, and journal. Like, if you just did those four things, you'd probably be fine. And maybe eat healthy. (laughs) For some reason, that's a challenge consistently. But if you're not a journaler, or if you are and you've fallen off, I just invite you to, like, lean into the journaling. I know I've mentioned gratitude journaling, but journaling through your feelings and gratitude journaling are two different journals. So this morning, I'm on fire. I did both. I did my gratitude journal. I read my self-compassion book. And I did some deep journaling. And I gave myself space for that shit because, whoa. Like I said, I've been in my head a lot in the last couple of weeks. And I broke through a new level in my business, right? Launched an ebook. People bought it. Holy shit. People gave me great feedback. Other people give me helpful feedback for the future. It's a lot to take, good and bad, right? It's an up level. It's like anytime we celebrate, anytime we grow and we evolve, like there's always a death and a rebirth that you're holding space for at the same time. So I've been in my head a lot and been focused on that a lot and putting a lot of time and attention and letting other things fall by the wayside. I had a journaling session this morning with myself. Which I also think is an amazing way to build your self-confidence, to get to know yourself. Like, real self-love shit right here. And some shit came up that I was like, okay, we're going to burn this one because <laughs> no one's ever allowed to read this. And that's been a practice for me, too, It was like, just freely writing and letting those things come out without ever worrying, like, is someone ever going to see this or read this or whatever? And I have had major fucking breakthroughs. And I had a big all breakthrough this morning. And that shit is powerful. Now I have been a journaler from day one when I launched this podcast. And I don't know if you're an OG listener. Message me if you remember this. When I launched this podcast, every Monday I would do like a mindful Monday, and I would like journal some shit out and write it and post a picture of it. Like I've always journaled, and when I sit down to write like that, like shit comes out of me. I didn't even know what's inside of me that I felt, and I was like, whoa. Like, just, whoa, who is that woman? Like, I want to get to know her. Recently, I've been letting, like, the darker, shadowy things come out, and that's really scary, but it's also really amazing, because it's just me, myself, and I. I. don't have to judge myself. Part of self-compassion. I only journal after I read the book <laughs> and really hold that space for myself. So I really invite you to journal. If it sounds dumb and lame and boring, I'm like, what the fuck can that actually fix? Just set a timer for 10 minutes and just try. Just try to write for 10 minutes. That's it. And just see. like Just do it for three days in a row and message me back and let me know. So we're building our toolbox. We have gratitude journaling. I'm going to tag the book, 5-Minute Gratitude Journal, celebrating ourselves Find out how you wanna do it and make it your own process, whether it's at the end of the day. That's something I wanna to get towards personally is like doing a mini little celebration checklist at the end of the day so that I can transition. I work at home. So if you do, I think, let me know if you're doing this. Doing a little mini celebratory, like, oh, look at all these amazing things you did and you're such an amazing person before I transition into mom, wife, Katie, virgin of myself for the night. I think that'd be really cool. Next in our list with Happy Light. Go get you one. Tell me which one you like. I'm about to get mine. Journaling, like deep journaling. And then I have a couple more things. Two that are very new for me. One, you know that involves clothes. One that's new for me is new hobbies or activities. So something that I've been wanting to do that I challenge myself with, I always have these grand ideas of this version of my life in my head that I live, almost like this alternate reality, right? Of like, oh, this is who I'm gonna be when I hit this goal. When I do this, I'll be the woman who goes and gets massages or goes floats in the float tank every Saturday morning after yoga. Like this is how I always visualize myself, like in this future self, and no matter what fuck goal I hit, I never let myself do it. So I was thinking about my about this and I was like, Katie, what if? I also realized I talked to myself a lot out loud and we're going to blame that on podcasting. <laughs> so I was like, what if you picked some activities that you always want to do, i.e. get massages regularly, go to the local, um, there, we have a salt cave here locally and it has a float tank that I want to check out. Is on my hit list, but just like with everything, sometimes we have really good intentions to do stuff and we just don't do it because we don't schedule it. We don't make time for it, right? And we always have a reason why we can't do it. But I was like, what if when these months start to shift, you schedule in these activities regularly? You're like, okay, so we can do it from time time change to time change, like daylight savings in the fall to daylight savings in the spring, because that's when my shit really flares up. You go get massages every other week, twice a month, three times a month, like set a personal goal that fits into your lifestyle, your budget, your needs. You go float in the float tank. You go to acupuncture. Oh my God. I fucking love acupuncture. I need to write that on my list. I forgot about acupuncture. See how easy it is to forget about the things you love and actually have a great acupuncturist and really go in. I forgot. Damn. Podcast. live, aha moment. When I went to see my acupuncturist, the reason I honestly think I forgot, so I went and saw her on the first day back to school. And then the first day back to school happened. And then September happened. And she even said to me, she was like, you can come as regularly as you want. I have a lot of clients that really lean in during the winter months because it helps them deal with their winter blues. So add that on your list. So pick up some new activities, some new hobbies that you're going to lean into for that part of the season. That being said, the other thing that's on my hit list, the other thing that's in my toolbox for this season is fucking changing my schedule. I know this sounds weird because it sounds weird to me when I say it out loud. It doesn't sound that big. But like I said, it's the small things right, that keep this sustainable. The thing that I will run into, and I had this amazing conversation with my friend Amber last year at New Year's in January, was we don't allow ourselves, we're constantly rallying against what's happening naturally. Right? So naturally, like I said, the trees are dying. The days are getting shorter. Nature's slowing down. Animals are hibernating. Yet here I am, like, Here's my six new goals. And I'm going to lose weight, save money, and rock your fucking world with launching this new part of my business. Yay me. Meanwhile, Mother Nature is completely at rest. It's complete winter. And like for all my ladies who are tracking your cycles, like it's your bleed, right? You're not doing any of that. You're maintaining, you're pouring into yourself, you're reflecting. I like to do some planning when I'm on my period. You're not out there losing weight, launching programs and saving money because if all those things were easy, we'd be doing them all the time. And January, absolutely, (laughs) in my opinion, is the hardest fucking month to do anything. January is the month that never ends. So why do we do that? So again, why I'm starting this journey in October because I can physically see these things changing around me, right? The mornings are cooler, the leaves are dropping. For the first time, in my life, I really want to give myself time, space, and permission to change my schedule. I don't do it. I just like, I wake up at this time. I work out every morning. The kids go to school. Boom. I've never done that. Now, this summer was the first summer ever giving myself permission to change my schedule. I rescheduled all my podcast interviews. It's probably people listening to this that are like, yeah, bitch, you pushed me off. Like We need to get this rescheduled. I pushed off every podcast interview I had. I did not record this summer when my kids were home, and I did not do work, especially face work, meaning face-to-face work, not face work, <laughs> not plastic surgery, with clients or part business partners on Fridays. And like that was a big aha uh-huh for me. It was the first time in my life ever that I have given myself permission to like change my schedule which probably sounds dumb because that's why I created my business was to create freedom in my life. But old habits die hard, right? Almost 42. I've worked in corporate America my whole life. (laughs) I only know what I know. And this is an evolution of who I am, right? I'm literally sharing it real time with you. Like I literally was like, oh yeah, fucking acupuncture. (laughs) I forgot. I like that. So I'm inviting you on this journey with me to give yourself freedom to change your schedule to flow with nature and not against her. So what that looks like for me is changing my morning routine. Part of my morning routine used to be exercising really hard. I do not fucking feel, feel motivated to do that in the dark in the cold. So I've been thinking about how am I going to tweak my schedule? I've been doing it this week already. So once the kids get on the bus and the sun is shining I'm out there walking and doing whatever I want to do for my exercise routine. Now, every day my business is not exactly the same, so that's not going to work. But I know I can create that. So even if it's one thing in your schedule that you change, like your morning walk turns into your afternoon walk, and then you replace the morning walk with maybe one of those deep journaling sessions I was talking about. Because a deep journaling session in the dark for me, cozy under a blanket, is when I feel like my highest self and my spirituality and my emotional intelligence really comes up and comes out. So like feed that. And I love that. Like I love that tool. I love that permission. So the tool for me is really giving myself permission to change. But it goes and it's with the other thing I was just mentioning a second ago around adding new hobbies. Because if I add those new hobbies in only the winter, that gives me something to look forward to. And I've given myself permission to change. One other big one that I'm going to be leaning into this fall. And one of the things that's been coming up for me that's kind of bothering me a little bit is the changes happening um, in my body. Oh my God. I don't even want to say it, but like a couple of people have used the word perimenopause in front of me (laughs) recently, including a doctor. And while mentally I still feel like a 25-year-old, but just the best, wisest version of that 25-year-old. I would be lying to myself if I didn't say like physically, I see things changing and shifting with my hormones. And not even just physical, just like my emotional reactions to things and my um, hormone imbalances Um, or my hormones shifting to getting a little bit more out of balance and imbalance. So I've been working with my doctor um, my friend Amber over at Amber Dawn Wellness, I know I tag her constantly and my stories who's a nutritional therapist is helping me with some, some supplementation. And I'm really excited about that because it's not just the perimenopause piece of it, but it's also, she said, her and my doctor both said it could be exasperated by the winter blues. So who's your person? Go reach out to them, Re- reach out to Amber, ask me how to get in touch with her, um, And start thinking about what that looks like for you. I think that's a big piece of it is your supplementation. So like what we're eating, our schedules, you know, how we're celebrating ourselves, practicing gratitude, getting that happy light, you know, changing our schedules around how we're working and moving our bodies, right? All of that is a really big game changer. But last but not least, I should have fucking started with this one, is fucking what are you wearing, okay? This fall, has so many fun clothes. So in spring, I did a whole episode on dopamine dressing, and that's really the vibe for 2022. I can already tell you it's the vibe for 2023 because right now it's fashion week in the big cities, Paris, London, France, Milan. Um, This week, actually it was in September, but I'm recording this in September, and those things are happening, and we're already starting to see the spring, 2023 and fall 2023 trends. And let me tell you this idea of dopamine dressing is not going anywhere. We have three years of pandemic that we're undoing. And I don't know where you live, but I know it's spiking up again and it's going to spike up again as we head into these winter months. So not only are you dealing with shorter days and the leaves falling and nature slowing down, but you're going to deal with a ramp up of, dare I say it, fear mongering and media around different things. I'm not saying that COVID's not real. I'm saying fear mongering around like they don't know. They're constantly looking for shit to talk about, right? So COVID numbers spike. That's all you're going to be seeing, and that's going to add to some of the things. So dopamine dressing is your medicine to make yourself feel good this fall. And this fall is no fucking does not fall short on the vibe okay, does not. It's going to give you everything you need. So lots of really fun colors, lots of bright blues, lots of pinks. I'm going to do that whole episode on pink next week. Color blocking, oh, my absolute favorite. Color blocking trends, really bright, bold colors that are opposite of each other. Or, um, and and well, we could get into the technical terms, like complementary colors or analogous colors, but really, really fun color combinations of color blocking sequence, all things sequence, all things shiny. Like this season's really gonna offer you this ability to dress really, really fun this fall. So you absolutely make a plan for that. That's a fucking tool in your toolbox. Your style, your clothes are a tool in your toolbox every single day. Because regardless if you're turning on that happy light, celebrating yourself or journaling, you do have to put on clothes. So if you're struggling with that, I know I've mentioned this already in the podcast, but my How to Shop Like a Stylist has a whole section of it that is dedicated to the fall trends. And I think that's really important because knowing the fall trends is going to make shopping easy for you because knowing what to expect and why those things are there will help you make decisions around whether or not they're for you and how you incorporate them into your wardrobe. So again, if you want to learn more on that, you can go download my book, How to Shop Like a Stylist katiejuststyle.com backslash how to shop. Again, I'll put it in the show notes. But it breaks it all down on how to use style as a tool this fall. So those are some really good tools. I am um, would not like to say I'm excited for fall, but I feel prepared. I feel like I can plant these seeds now and then come springtime, I will be blooming out here, ready to go. Ready for your spring edition on How to Shop Like a Stylist. But really quick, a couple of other just like favorite products and things I wanted to call out that I am fucking loving that I plan on using this fall. If you're looking for other like tangible things outside of journaling, like physical products. So I mentioned my journal like eight million times, so I will definitely tag um, my gratitude journal and my monthly roundup on my email. Make sure you're on the email list so you can get this roundup with the pictures and the links and all the things. Um, another product I've been loving is, and I'm not sure exactly how you say this, is squalene oil. So I got a sample of it in my Birchbox, which is one of my mini subscriptions that I love. And it has been rocking my world. So I tend to have oily skin. So putting oil on my face seems weird, right? You've heard that one before, but it's rocking my world. Um, I wanted to also talk about subscriptions for a minute because this is something I do every year, every summer when I'm feeling amazing and I'm doing the like money, date with myself and I'm like, where am I? Like, where are my leaky buckets? Where am I like overspending? Where do I want to save? Where do I invest? I always start cutting the things that aren't necessary, but make my life easier. And I've noticed this recently. And I was like, you know what? For the fall, I'm going all in for the fall, winter, winter blues, tool in my toolbox. I'm going all in and I'm bringing all my subscriptions back that I fucking love. None of them are really that expensive. So, I don't know why I do this to myself, but it's ebb and flow. And I think it's seasonal. And this is part of my like scheduling activities and things in my life that work really, really well during certain periods of time. And kind of like giving myself stuff to look forward to is part of this. So, my favorite subscriptions that I am loving right now is my Birch Box, the one I just mentioned. I've been a Birchbox member since Birchbox was invented. I have like over fucking 500 Birchboxes and products. Fucking love it. Um, It brings me so much joy. So that uh, squalene oil I was just telling you about, it's really, I think, oil derived from uh, olive in Italy. It's amazing. It's not that expensive. And it has been working wonders on my face. I'm acne prone, even as I head into uh, that fun word that they like to use called perimenopause. Um... Spirit Daughter. So Spirit Daughter is my favorite new moon and full moon journal workbooks. Like I love the way she frames it up. She makes it super easy. It's like a little mini dose into the season of the astrology signs and the new moon and full moon and like how to work through that. Amazing. Amazing. Two other subscriptions that I'm loving right now are Book of the Month. If you don't have a fucking subscription to Book of the Month Club and you don't, and you like enjoy reading fictional books for fun and pleasure, like you need this. I am a BFF at the Book of the Month Club because I fucking love reading. It's hands down one of my favorite hobbies. And I feel like I don't have a lot of time to read in the summer when it's light outside. So guess what? I'm amping up my subscription and I'm gonna start getting two or three books a month instead because reading is something I thoroughly enjoy. So I can read a lot when it's dark outside and the days are shorter and I change my schedule. And last but not least, this is the subscription that I love to hate and that's my HelloFresh box. I've recently signed back up. I canceled them for a while, because in the summer, again, I feel like it's easier to cook um, with more abundant fresh foods and grilling really now and different things like that. But as we head into the winter months, my husband and I are in a different lifestyle journey with food right now. I subscribed back to HelloFresh and their vegetarian meals, and it's been pretty awesome. I've been using HelloFresh since 2020. But I do go through this balance that I've noticed where I, um, or this cadence that I noticed where I love to cancel it at certain times of the year and then bring it back. But because I want some ease in my life this fall, I am definitely bringing it back. So... Wow, that was a lot. And that was a fun episode. But like I said, this is just like a really big monthly roundup lifestyle episode where I like to just drop all the lifestyle strategies, including style solutions, but not just style because it's more than just clothes. All of these things flow together to just share what my plan is as I prepare for this month and the months ahead and lay my seeds and ground down until it feels good. And hopefully those things resonate with you as well. So if you want to go grab the, um, the how to be a stylist book, you can grab that at katyjuststyled.com backslash how to shop. If you're not ready to pay for a download and you're like, I just met you, I will love, um, some free support. I have that too. Lipstick is my jam. I absolutely will be wearing all my bright lipstick this fall. You know that. So if lipstick is going to save your save you this winter, go download that. I have a whole freebie on how to find your um, best colors, the psychology of the colors, tones, shades, so much good juicy stuff. My favorite brands, where to shop them. It's pretty in-depth and amazing. But I want to share that one as a free gift, katiejuststyle.com backslash lipstick. Let me circle back around real quick to the How to Shop. All of my podcast listeners get $10 off my How to Shop Like a Stylist book. Just use code SQUAD at checkout. And when you check out, you can grab the lipstick guide for free all at the same time. So go check those things out, katiejuststyle.com backslash how to shop. If you want to connect on Insta, at Katie Allen Stylist or hop on the newsletter, Get the emails and reply to those. All right, lady, I hope you enjoyed today's monthly big bitch roundup of all the things so that we can continue to be our amazing selves as we navigate this new season, spooky season. Style isn't just what you wear, it's how you live. See you on the flip side.